Hi, my name's Rice Stottenborough, and I'm here with Andre McTaw and Donna Cruz. And today we're going to discuss cisgender privilege within mainstream media and why most of the actors and actresses portrayed are cisgender. So the first question we're going to discuss is what does cis privilege mean to you and why do you think the media only utilizes cisgender actors and actresses to play transgender roles? And do you feel that there may be a form of transphobia or something else? Um, well, I guess I can start with what cis privilege means to me. Um, I always think about this because I actually have a sibling who's non-binary and when they first came out to me, like, I kind of, like, got a sense of anxiety because, like, I started educating myself and then I realized that, like, people of color who are non-binary or trans, like, you know, they're most likely to get discriminated against because of their gender because, like, they don't fit into the gender binary. So for me, like, I always think of my cis privilege because I... As a cis woman, i never going to have to experience that. And that makes me want to, like, actually talk to older cis people about their privilege and what we can do for the non-binary and, and trans community. Um, to answer the second question, why cisgender actors play transgender roles, I feel like there might be a fear of sorts of having actual trans people within, like, actually playing these roles because it's them and it's important to them and also creates a representation for them. But it's the same thing how they were with um, homosexuality. They were very iffy at first, and then they started incorporating them more and more. So I feel like it's kind of the same way. They're going to be iffy, and then you're going to see more and more. Because like right now, so far, all we have is Laverne Cox. But there might be more somewhere down the line. Um, I think the media only utilizes uh, cis actors for transgender roles is because they're not as open or as, uh, I guess, open-minded as they say they are. I think it's a way to kind of just, like, shut up, or shut up, like, the activists who are saying, like, we want more transgender roles, and it's their way of saying, well, here we have a transgender or uh, transgender role, but we're gonna have a straight person or a cis person play it because we're not ready for. I guess I would say they're not ready f- for having an actual transgender person, um, but I think that it is is like transphobic in a way mm-hmm. to not have a transgender person mm-hmm. play trans role because it's it'd be like the same thing of having like a white person play a black person's role like that's not it's not them and Mm -hmm. it's like why would you have that so that's kind of my answer to that and another question we're going to discuss is would trans people benefit from being within the public eye and that is would they be able to handle being famous having to correct people who assume or misgender them as well as opposed to the the way they live their life right now so you want to answer first i or i think like we're we're all the three of us are cis so we don't really know how it's like how it's like to have like that experience right mm-hmm. um to like we can't really talk on like a trans experience and how they would like navigate like if they have become famous but 
I think like there is an issue of visibility when it comes to like film and like with the trans, with like, with, like someone like being trans or like non-binary, and um, I feel like maybe it can be tough because I feel like the industry like it's Hollywood, you know, and then like I feel like Hollywood only like um, they make movies like for like for like an audience that is just like. Um, I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like Hollywood like has an audience that probably isn't as educated as much because we do live in a society that is like very binary. So like I feel like maybe that's why they don't create that much like films about like trans people or have trans people roles because like they don't really see them as their audience because it's mostly like a it's very like cis. I think they'd be able to handle being famous. I mean, because you never know how someone's going to handle fame mm-hmm. or publicity, regardless of their gender or anything. But in my opinion, like being cisgendered and not always knowing that much about trans people, I feel like having representation is healthy. But mm-hmm. as long as it's proper representation Uh instead of just having a trans representation but still having the traditional hollywood cis narrative of trans people which is like them just going through a shit ton of pain and then like finally like coming out or coming into themselves and i feel like in order to give a proper representation they need like to actually document the life of transgender people who are actually transgender Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i feel like documentary or something like that would provide accurate representation rather than just making up a story based on accounts having a like a real person speak about what it's like and i feel like it would i don't want to say like humanize because but, like, when it's it's different when it's an actor, and because you know it's just roller playing. And but when it's a person and it's their actual life, I feel like it gives a different impact to yeah. um, the people watching. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the only way to like get proper representation and start proper representation is like actually showing the life of a t- real transgender person instead of just a cis actor. Mm-hmm pretending to be one so you're thinking it would be beneficial for them as Uh, opposed i think so because in a way like we don't normalize it as a society yeah Yeah, that's true and the more you normalize stuff the more kind of just like oh okay like this is happening and no one really starts to care but if people continue to see them as something they're not Mm -hmm. then it's obviously not going to benefit them what do you think? Um, I feel like they would. I feel, I feel like being famous is a double-edged sword. I mean, number one, you're going to get the representation. And it's going to help a lot of trans people pretty much feel better in mm-hmm. all sorts. Because they have that representation of like, well, if this person can make it and be a famous movie star, yeah. then I should be able to be myself and be able to walk the streets and just be proud of who I am. Same with, like, 
Marvel having a black superhero and stuff like yeah. that. And I feel like that one was kind of forced, though. It was, was. I didn't. Forced. I hated. I didn't hate Black Panther, but it just some of it was just so cringy. <laughs> Being like a black person watching Black Panther. I mean, like, on one side, yes, you get that, but when it's just pounding and pounding and pounding you, it's just like, oh god, it's and just I, too much. I feel like trans people. Could oh, I don't know, I don't want to speak for them, but I feel like they could feel like that when they watch um, like movies like The Danish Girl or mm-hmm. uh, Boys Don't Cry was another movie or just like any modern day film of like trans people, I feel like they would feel the same way. Yeah, like on one hand, it's a crowning achievement, but on the other hand, if there's so much to it where it just, the whole movie is just about that one thing the fact like, that he's black, yeah. Just or the black, fact that or, he's trans. Yeah, just having a trans person like, oh, look, this person's trans. And the next thing you know, five minutes later, trans. And I'm just like, okay, we already know this. Mm-hmm. Let's go on with the story. But it just keeps going on and on yeah. and on. And a lot of people are just going to get tired of it. That's what I feel like about normalization. That, mm-hmm. like, if they just had a person that's just trans and, like, that's it. And, like, yeah. they're not making this, like entire thing on the fact that they're trans and stuff Mm -hmm. and like i feel like it would be a little bit better like insane with like gay people movies like they'll put gay people movies in they act like it's like this mon well it is a monumental thing but like they just don't shut up (laughs) and they just add every single stereotype to gay people in the movie like same with the black panther they like Mm -hmm. said like what are those and all these other like things that are coined to black people and it's like I get what you're saying, yeah. Um, next, next question is, uh, despite the, oops, oh, you changed, oh, no, I don't have those. You don't have Uh, no, my thing didn't update. Sorry, <laughs> how would, how would cisgender people benefit from trans actors and actresses? I think when, what you were saying about normalizing this, that, like, if you do, like, start, like, showing trans people like in film and media about like just them being trans and that's it like no more about like their coming out stories mm-hmm. like if we just start normalizing it then like like you know like then we can see that like you know there there's trans people out there and then like it's, it could be very educational you know mm-hmm. just like how like like the increase like um media representation you know like of people in color and women like kind of like normalizes like mm-hmm. their narratives i feel like cis people can benefit from this you know and like learn from it mm-hmm. it's like you said like with women and stuff and like just having just having more people in the media like whether trans or non-binary and stuff more people are going to realize, like, this is a thing, these people exist, like, you can't erase us, like, they're going to be yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with, like, like you said, like, women in media, how they're starting to come into power, mm-hmm. and, like, black people in media, and even, like, queer people in media, like, there's yeah. so many queer people at the Met Gala and stuff, and it was just a thing, and they just happened, and, like, mm-hmm. they didn't have a giant sign on them that said queer, or trans, or anything, mm-hmm. like, they were just there, and they existed. Mm-hmm. So, but what do you think? I feel like it's good for cisgender people to actually be exposed to this kind of thing because with it 
you're gonna get the backlash. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get the people that are just like, well, this person's a freak. Mm-hmm. This person's that, this, that, and the third. But you're also gonna get the people who are actually gonna try to understand what it means to be a trans person mm-hmm. and the struggles that they go through. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be beneficial. Um, I feel like some people are just like, well, this is obviously something that the academy is coming up with just to alienate at us. I'm like, mm, no, no, but if you just keep putting them in, like they're, they're there, like yeah. they're not trying to make us, well, they are trying to make a statement, but like, you can't have people question it. Like you said, like they're trying to push this narrative on me or something like that. I think the main takeaway that says people can get from this is that like, there's not just two genders. There's like, you know, gender doesn't have to be restricted to two categories, you know? And I feel like that's the most important thing is, like, seeing, like, other representations of, like, people who have, like, you know, like, genders that's not, like, binary is that... And this can, this can kind of help, like, destroy the idea that, like, gender is just male and female because that's mm-hmm. not the case. And mm-hmm. I feel like media and, like, just, like, the internet, like, YouTube is kind of helping for us to start having that conversation. And I think that can be very helpful for this, for cis people and, and like for anyone, you know? Yeah, I feel like too for cis people, cause a lot, like you said, a lot of people get their information from YouTube and like mm-hmm. badly edited like right-wing videos trying to like <laughs> exploit like trans people. Mm-hmm. And it just increases people to not know who the, who trans and non-binary people are. and. Then you have, like, the meme or the trolls who are like, well, I identify as a helicopter and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, like, it's nothing It's nothing like that. And mm-hmm. But that's how they make it, portray it in YouTube and stuff. So I feel like uh, cis people could benefit from seeing a bunch of trans actors just in regular roles and big roles because it would show that, like, these are real fucking people. Like, they're not people just trying to make up an identity or anything, and, like, mm-hmm. and they're here. So, and, like, and I feel like, like you said, like, YouTube is really educational, but it's also, like, a really toxic space. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what a lot of people, especially, like, cisgendered, right-wing people who are just trying to fucking start an argument, like, I feel like that's where they get their information from. And... And it's not filtered or anything like that either. Mm-hmm. So if you have them in big roles, like, and show their authentic self, like, they can't question that and they can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for a quick break. Welcome back to the show. If you had the opportunity, what aspects of media would you change? I would take away all the stereotypes, you know, like why, why write a movie or a film about like a particular group if you don't know anything about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like Stonewall. Yeah. Like it's just annoying, like, you know, do your research, you know? Like mm-hmm. if you're not a member of that group, like take your time and your money, like if you're obviously making a movie, you have money, like, you know, respect that community. I would, like, well, I don't want to be a filmmaker, but, I mean, like, if I would, like, make a movie or anything, I would, like, take my time to research or, you know, Mm -hmm. respect that community. I feel like they do that, though, because it's appealing to a cis white audience. Like, with Stonewall, 
and they they just completely erase Marsha and everyone else mm-hmm. and they made that movie specifically for a cis white audience mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like yay like but it has like you're right like I don't see the point of writing a movie about a topic you're not well versed mm-hmm. in and that's why I feel like having like big documentaries like on the big screens of trans people would be really cool because you can't make that shit up like it's just them mm. but uh what do you think i feel like it would be kind of like how she's in avengers scarlet scarlet oh my god Scarlett Johansson. there oh you go like how they god. casted her for a trans role, yeah to play that and to play ghost in the show and then and people f- a freaking Asian movie. Yes. Yeah. And they expected people to just go ahead and take it and like, oh my god, Scarlett Johansson, Ghost in the Shell. I want to go see that. But people were mad because they grew up. When you know a certain show, you know how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be anything else but yeah. what it's supposed to be. But they switched be. it to appeal to a, a white audience because like you said, it, they're like, oh, it's Scarlett Johansson. Yes, because it's a recognizable character. And because it's able to appeal to white audience, you already know they're going to bring in the money. Yeah, because exactly. the white people basically control yeah. everything. Yeah. So you want it to have, to be appealing to them because you actually have, I feel like if they had a full cast of just nothing but pure Asian people, mm-hmm. that movie would not be as famous as it was. But Crazy Rich Asians, that was like the first one i think that one was but i feel like they perpetuated so many stereotypes with it i didn't see it so i, I know. saw it did they really it's the same thing with any show that has a pure cast of anything mm-hmm. like fresh off the boat oh my god fresh off the boat <laughs> in blackish oh i don't watch blackish um, i can't do it modern family like they always perpetuate stereotypes because it has to fit into a white narrative yeah so, of course, you get the progression on this part, but then you also get the pushback because you have to deal with all the stereotypes that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same thing that trans would have to go through. You know, you finally get a show where there's actually a full trans cast. That would be amazing to see a full trans cast. But they couldn't even do that with... So many stereotypes. They couldn't even do that with Transparent. One of the lead trans people... Or lead roles is... Uh, that old white dude that's in like every movie he plays a transgender woman and he's like one of the main characters it's like they it's like they just can't accept it like they just can't bring themselves to actually be like hey maybe we should have an asian person play this asian role and like you said though it's about money Mm because they know that if they have a recognizable face that's who they're gonna bring in Mm -hmm. so i mean it's the same thing with music you have i haven't seen a single trans artist Mm-mm. at all make the billboard mm-hmm. any Wait. charts kim petrus but she's like the only one <laughs> <laughs> and also it's because i w- i'm not gonna say it's the only reason because she's super talented but kim petrus is uh a like on the binary mm-hmm. and she like has all the aspects of what appealed to I guess Hollywood and big media like she's blonde she's beautiful she's skinny but if she was a non-binary person and she just happened to have like a mustache or some shit 
they would just completely disregard her. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, being on the binary and being trans is a really big thing as well. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gets you, like, to the... I wouldn't say it gets you to the top because there's still a lot of things, but... But it does get you a ticket. Yeah, it gets you a ticket because it's what people can accept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that you brought that up because, like, for the longest time when when we do see trans in the media or any type of, like type of rep- representation we always see as trans people being a binary mm-hmm. but we forget you can still be trans and be non-binary you know mm-hmm. and I f- and you brought up a good point that like you know we don't see like actors or singers or people who are like that because it doesn't appeal to like cis audiences you mm-hmm. know and um they have to see them like as a woman yeah like, or men. yeah in order to accept the fact that they're trans they need to look like a sister yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's basically what it is like yes. that's the only way they can accept people in media and being trans is if you look cis yeah and, and because if you don't then it's just like yeah who, who is this yeah why are they here and freak whatever mm-hmm. all that other shit it doesn't matter how talented you are but that's something i would change too mm-hmm. i think is having more non-binary, yeah. more people who have beautiful long, long hair and tits and hairy legs and shit like that. Like, so just make it more open. Yeah. And I guess I should say you wouldn't have to meet a certain criteria yeah. in order to be within the academy. I mean, you don't have to be skinny. You don't have to be, you don't have to have muscles. You don't mm-hmm. have to be well-groomed. Any of that. You can just be you. Mm-hmm. And then come on in, mustaches and all, armpit hair. <laughs> Whatever. All the way down to the yeah. floor, no matter what. And, but that's the thing. Like, the only trans people we know in media are like people who, trans people who look cis. Like mm-hmm. Laverne Cox. Like, she's fucking beautiful, but she looks cis. And that's why people love her. Mm-hmm. And because they, I guess it's a way for them to see them as a woman. And in order, and like, I guess in a way that erases the fact that they're trans, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't know where I'm going with this. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like more non-binary people, too, in the media and showing them in movies and stuff, yeah. like, that would open, like, an entirely different door, I feel. I feel like it would create a lot of Oh yeah, it would. There'd be fucking probably be like, a bunch of old what? white dudes on the street yes. <laughs> with tiki torches again. Yes, <laughs> I know, but it needs to happen. Like people either don't know they exist or they know they exist and completely disregard them as humans mm-hmm. because they don't adhere to like the stereotypes that are. Mm-hmm. Within social... Because I feel like a stereotype is sort of a cushion, Mm -hmm. in a way, for people to actually be able to accept certain things. So, like, it would seem seem less threatening if you have a black actor playing a role, but they're playing a stereotypical role. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for Asians, Mexicans, same thing with gays. Mm -hmm. And you would have that same person go in there like, hey, guys! I'm like, wait, what? What? Not all gay people talk like that. Like, yeah, like, no. <laughs> like, not all of us are, like, flamboyant. <laughs> not all of us are flamboyant. Some of us are very masculine. Some of us are very feminine. Some of us are very... In between. In between. Yeah. And you don't really get to see that. You only see one particular part. You only see the stereotypical part. Like, with trans people, I would like to see a trans man and a trans woman 
oh my god, on Stars, on a, a, Stars or HBO or um, what's the other one? Showtime. Uh huh. Any of those shows because they show complete nudity. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. just I would see but you so know, many like, people freak out. Do you know how many angry white people would call? Like, oh, I can't imagine. I but can't imagine. Just think about how beautiful it, it needs to happen. Yeah, I feel like. Like, those angry white people that you talk about, like, they're a perfect example of this privilege, like, yeah. because, like, they're, they're so into, like, oh, it, there's only male and female, and that's up, and I don't know, like, I feel like they're just, they just have the mindset of that cis privilege, you know? Yeah, you that, can't like, teach old dog new tricks. Yeah. Yeah, because they hate change. They hate hate change but they love to remember 9-11 that's the only thing they can remember like that's the only thing they like won't change for them i guess but but it's not just these white old people like pretty much like it's like our classmates outside his class it's like or like you know like our family Mm -hmm. who are cis that like we also need to challenge them to think outside the binary you know it's just not them themselves then you would have to if it's more than just a group of people and it's actually a whole large amount then it's something wrong with the system itself rather than the individual it's because we live in a you know gender like binary society that reinforces the binary and yeah, like you still have commercials yeah. that cater to men that cater to women like oh dove men I, I still can't I mean I, I like using it myself but I still can't get over some of the commercials yeah. like why like, does that smell only belong to men like I love that smell mm-hmm. I've used dove women before I've used secret yeah. before I love the smell of secret they even do like male candles at Bath and Body oh Works oh what like, where did they start that wood. if they're not they don't say male but you know they're men. it's for men because it's like wood, smoke, <laughs> earth, like weird shit. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe guys like roses. Like, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. why do you have to put these people in boxes? Yeah. yeah. But in order for that to happen, that would you would literally have to pretty much take down the entire system and then build it right back up. I feel like though it has to start with television and media and movies. It starts that's with the... television, it starts with advertisement, it starts with... That's the only way you can get to people. Yeah. The only two big ways, because a lot of people like TV and a lot of people like being told what to buy. Mm-hmm. So, once you change those two, you're pretty much all set. Yeah. But it's going to be hard, because they're both dominated by white people you know they're not going to change everything's dominated by them <laughs> pretty much almost everything yeah <sighs> how long is this um so oh wow i just got all your messages oh, sorry. <laughs> so now we're going to say our closing remarks we already did that pretty much yeah okay well. <laughs> so, we can just say thanks for listening thanks for listening it doesn't have to be formal because it's a podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And I hope that y'all kind of like understand what's this privilege. But like, what does it mean to y'all? Like, have y'all talked about it before with like your friends and family? Is it something that like you think about when you go to the bathroom? Or you're still <laughs> a trend? I don't know. You know, like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just. Thank you.